welcome to another episode of Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name because we cannot do life without Jesus. We need him and we need him now more than ever. John 3.30 says, he must become greater and I must become less. And it's so true, especially now and in this season and life is hard, man, but thank God we have his word and we have friends like Jennifer Bish. Hey, Jennifer. Hey, hi. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing well. How about you, Ricky? Good. Well, and I want to introduce you guys to Jennifer. She's awesome. She and her husband run a full service video production company called Storyvox. And Jennifer and my husband grew up friends through high school, um, middle school, right? Like all through your childhood years. Yes. You guys grew up. Yeah. Yes. We go way, way back all the way to eighth grade. <laughs> I know, which is so funny because did you guys go to prom or one of the dances together or something we like that? We did. Yes. Yes, we did. We had, uh, I think junior year we went together. Oh my um, God. So and homecoming, actually, no, we went to homecoming, our freshman homecoming together and then junior prom together. So yeah, we just have always been buds. You look amazing. Like you haven't changed yours and you've had two children. You have a little boy and a little girl. You haven't changed, but, um, my husband has changed a lot. Like he looks yes. totally different. Yes. Are you looking at, have you, did you see the, the, are you looking at freshman year homecoming? I think it was. I mean, it's night and day. My husband grew a couple feet after high school. Well, I guess it was like a full foot. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure he doesn't want me to share, but we found out that he had a, an allergy to bread. And so once he, we found out like taking out the bread from his diet, he shot up and he's like super strong and tan and tall and all the things. So I don't know if anybody else out there is listening and going through the Isn't same. Isn't that crazy that it can have that kind of effect? That's just nuts to me. That's so crazy that like one thing that your body should not have in it can just drastically affect you in that way it's so crazy but I thank God that they found out when he was younger about it because now we can you know get some reins on this and get educated and learn about it and then the craziest thing is like so many people are now saying they're gluten-free which we're like that's great because yeah. like give yeah. us more options in the grocery store you know so anyway for I sure my mother-in-law <laughs> has to eat the same way and it's like yeah it's it's becoming so much more um, known about and easy to like places are accommodating it more. So that's, that's a good thing for sure. Yes. Well, and another reason why we have you on Jennifer is we wanted to talk about a leap of faith. Like what does a leap of faith look like? And you guys in your life are going through a season change. And I would love for you just to explain what's going on with you guys and where God has you at now. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, my husband and I run um, Storybox. So we do video production um, and we've done that for, gosh, I think five years now um, we started the company. So that was like, to give you the history, that was its own like leap of faith five years ago, just kind of leaving corporate job um, behind and starting our own video production company. And it has absolutely um, blown us away the way that God has shown up and um, kind of honored that leap of faith. And so 
uh, we live in Lakeland. We've lived in Lakeland since we were married, basically. So we spent 10 years in Lakeland, Florida, cool. and that's where we started our business. And we um, just recently have moved down to Sarasota and relocated the business and all of that, um, which is just crazy. Like we can get in, <laughs> I can give you the oh, broad overview get and we can get into like the details, but so essentially we've been doing our thing for five years. Life is great. All like if you, if five years ago, I could have like written down and drawn you a picture of like, life will look like this in five years. And we were in it. Like it was it's fantastic. And um, we've been so blessed. And then kind of out of the blue this year, we just kind of started, honestly, especially my husband just frankly kind of started struggling with doubt with just kind of, I call it a holy discontentment. And that kind of happened before our first big leap of faith too. just kind of that feeling of like, this is not like, we're not doing, if, if every day of our life played out this way, we would have missed something. Really? Um, so yes. And it just kind of, it came and my husband's very, very much a thinker. So I think for him, it had been brewing for a while. He likes to really think on things before, <laughs> before he talks about them. Right. So, but to me, it came out of the blue. And then I started to kind of like, you know, I get where you're coming from and I see it and just kind of spiritually not living, you know, to what we felt like was the, the fullest spiritual life we could be living. And, and not that that was a result of where we were or anything like that, but it was just kind of like we were waking up to that. We we're like, there's, there's more that we're not tapping into. So wow. that kind of started around the fall and we just kind of, you know, tried to change a few things and we're like, okay, you know, well, we, this is obviously like something that we've got to, to work through. Um, in the meantime, our very best friends um, were really feeling led to start a church um, and they had spent a few years of their newlywed married life down in Sarasota leading worship at a church down here. Okay. Um, and so they really just felt called to the area. They loved the area. They were living in Lakeland at the time. And they had been for about a year just feeling like God was saying to them, you need, this is, this is what I have for you. You need to go start a church in Sarasota. So they told us that after we'd already kind of, you know, talked about how we're dealing with this, this, um, discontentment of, of there's got to be more. So we thought, okay, it's great, you know, whatever. And really that was kind of it, like, you know, praying for them and, and, you know, wishing them the best. But then a couple months went by <laughs> I love and we, <laughs> you're like laughing. It's also crazy when you think back. Yes, because it's just nuts. So, um, a few months go by and we had both kind of been, you know, separately thinking about what if we were to move? Like, what would that look like? But we hadn't talked about it. And honestly, I think because neither of us thought like, oh, this is a God thing. Like, it was just kind of like, oh, it'd be fun. But it wasn't like something like we thought was serious enough to, to really pursue. And so one day my wow. husband comes to me and um, he hands me his phone and he's got Zillow pulled up and it's houses in Sarasota. And I was like, babe. And I showed him my phone and I was looking at houses in Sarasota. Oh, <laughs> and that was my like, goodness. that was the first time we had said out loud to each other, like, maybe we should go, like, maybe this is what is next for us. So as soon as we realized that it was kind of a very quick, like, kind of a done deal. Like we've both been being worked on separately and have come to this conclusion. And like, it was a 
a very quick yes after we were both like, oh, this is where you're at. This is where I'm at. This, I think, is where God wants us to be. And so yes. um, so we made the decision in uh, December of last year that we were going to start looking into moving. And so here's the crazy thing. Like, God just knows what you need and when you need it and mm-hmm. works it all out. We had not... Um, we had our, all of our clients. So for business wise, that was like, you know, um, one of the things that we were always kind of like, Oh, this is a bummer that we don't have more local clients. We were doing well, but a lot of our clients were like kind of a drive. And so, um, we had very few like local base Lakeland clients. Um, and then when this all came about, we were like, Oh, this is why now we have the freedom. Like we're not bound to anything. We don't have to stay here we can go and so it's crazy just to look back and be like oh even that like God knew that we would need this freedom so in December we decided to um to move to Sarasota so we were gonna start um pursuing that and so we started looking at houses we started kind of uh, making plans to move and we have our son is in was in first grade he'll be starting second grade this year Okay. And so our thought was like, okay, we'll move close to the end of the school year. We'll move over the summer. He can finish first grade here. We don't want to disrupt that. And then things just started happening so quickly, which this is another crazy thing. So we look back, things started happening really quickly. We found a house we liked. We got under contract. We got under contract two weeks before everything like shut down. Oh (laughs) my goodness, Jen. So we got under contract and then everything shut down. It was crazy. We were all of a sudden like homeschooling and lost several contracts along the way. And so even Uh. that looking back, I'm like, what timing is that? Because if we had had our plan and been like, okay, we will move over the summer. We might not have moved. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You might have stayed planted. Like, yes. Exactly. Like we've been like, okay, it's a dicey time to be doing this big giant thing. So, but we were under contract and so we moved forward with it. We were able to um, sell our house in Lakeland to some friends who were um, looking for, they had a baby on the way and they were looking for an extra bedroom. And so we sold our house. They got full price asking offer on their house. The first weekend they listed it, they bought our house. We were able to sell it without a realtor to our wow. friends. We found a house down here. Like I'm telling you, the details are just insane. And so, um, so we moved mid April and, um, have been here since then. And we have really, I mean, now I can say this, I would say the first like couple months were really hard, especially on me. I felt like Caleb was very like geared up, like, yes, we're doing what we're supposed to do. And I was right. like, sure we shouldn't just go back (laughs) yeah like can we can we think about this now that we're here but um but it's crazy God's been providing and um we've already gotten some new clients down here and praise God with yeah even with um losing some of our our main contracts during uh coronavirus we have still been able to pretty well stay on track is what we were doing last year so it's just been it's been crazy God's provision and all the details in the whole move it's just been um reassuring it's every time that I've been like oh are we doing the right thing there's some detail where I'm like okay God is intricately in all of this um so yeah so we're in Sarasota now and um 
we're doing it. <laughs> That's great. Well, and two, I'm wondering, because I think a lot of people are struggling in their day-to-day to find peace in their situation, like even if they're content at their home or even if they're, I don't know, maybe they're content in their job in this season or maybe they're not, I don't know. But the word peace keeps coming to mind when you're talking about your story and how you're finding peace in this season. And what would you say like God has given you peace? Like, where are you getting that peace that surpasses all understanding? Where are you finding that in this season of your life? So, I mean, really, I feel like he has been speaking to me. Like I've had the verse, um, like Romans eight twenty eight in my head a lot. Like he's working things together for our good. I don't oh, know good. the exact word right now off the top of my head, but yes. it's just been a reminder to me that good is not always going to be comfortable. Um, it doesn't mean that good is going to be easy. It means that he is doing a refining work that is ultimately going to produce good fruit. And so that has been my reminder right now is that all things are working to make us fully who we were created to be in Christ, whether that looks like what we thought or not. And so that's been a hard thing for me too. We've given up, you know, what we thought was such a great school for our kids and it was a great school. And now we're starting at a new school. And so all of these things where I was like, oh, this is exactly what I had hoped and prayed for. It was kind of the realization like you are designing a life for your comfort. And that's kind of taken a higher place. And so I feel like all of this has been just a reminder of God's goodness looks so different than what we can picture in our worldly materialistic type of society. And so it's just been a heart check for me to remind myself God is operating in a whole other realm that we don't always track with unless we really spend intentional time with him surrendering. And that's been the thing too, through all of this, like there are parts of my heart that I was like, like, I would not have told you like, Oh, I'm holding back or I'm holding on to you. And this process has totally revealed to me. Like there are areas where I was like, no, God, I've got this. <laughs> like I can right. be the best school for my kids. I know how to orchestrate my comfortable group of friends, you know, all of those things where it's been like, no, you either give me all or, or this is not, you're not going to live to the fullness. And I feel like God always is that way. Like it's an invitation. We have to respond to it. He's not going to force us and you can live a very, you know, comfortable life and, and go to heaven and be a great Christian. And, but that's not what we're called to do. I feel like that that's robbing us of the fullness of, um, what God has for us. So that's so good. I don't know if that really answered your question. <laughs> yes. Well, um, I just want, cause we're always trying to bring people back to God's word, bring them back to God's word. And that's what you were doing with Romans eight twenty eight. because this world is going to fail us. Like I don't, I feel, I just want people to know when they listen to this podcast that like the world will fail you. People will fail you, but God's word, the, the Bible, the book of promises, like that you were just saying will not fail you. And you literally just read Romans eight twenty eight, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And like, that is a promise from the Lord. So like you speaking that mm-hmm. whoever is listening to this right now, wherever you are, like in the car with your children at home, uh, going on a walk, outside, going on a run. Maybe you're sprinting. Maybe you're really doing it today. We're really proud of you, (laughs) but just know (laughs) 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And that is a promise 
that in a time when you could be like on a, where's my foundation, Lord, where are my roots? What's going on? You're like Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And, um, I, I just love how you were talking about your heart and, and I, when you were reading that, I was thinking about Romans 12 too, and it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to mm-hmm. test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing and perfect will. And when you were just going through that to me, it was like, you were running down a list of things that was like, Hey, the world would see this as crazy, but God sees this as good. Hey, um, you know, the world will see this as blah, 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 fill in the blank, but God is using it for his good. I mean, Jen, this is mind blowing stuff that we're encouraging. And I think so often we do that. Like when we're praying and we're, you know, connecting with God and often, and I will say like both of these, um, major, like starting story box was a big jump and this move to Sarasota was a big jump. I feel like preceding both of those, not knowing that that was coming there was some sort of series of events in life or something that really, you know, prompted me to be more diligent with prayer, more diligent with Bible reading. And, you know, don't mishear me. That stuff is always important, but there are definitely seasons of my life where I'm more like up and on it. And I'm going to get up early and we're going to do this. And then there were definitely seasons where I'm like, okay, if I can get like a devotional in a couple days this week, but both times preceding the big kind of call from God to do something big or, or different were times that I was really more rooted in daily getting up early, spending time with God prayer. And I feel like when our hearts are aligned with God and what he has for us, that's kind of where we hear the call. And that's kind of where I feel like the space that God operates in. And so often I feel like the Holy spirit will tell us something in our heart and then we run it by our mind. Like, does this make sense on paper? Does this add up? And I just feel like that's not the realm that he you know, operates in because our minds are so, you know, it's hard to look past the, the humanness of, and the, the, you know, what comparing ourselves to what everybody else is doing. And is this, is this quote unquote normal or, you know, and even with the move to Sarasota, like the yes came very quickly and it wasn't until after we said yes and things were in motion. And then I kind of started having those feelings of like, people don't just do this. You don't just move. You don't just uproot your family. And you know, I felt like our minds can kind of take us to that place of doubting. And I felt like, you know, we really have to keep our heart centered on the truth and, um, and on God's word. That's so good. Cause I mean, there could be a hurricane outside, but where are your feet planted? Like, where are you rooted in? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the wind could be whipping right. around a tornado could be going outside. I mean, not seriously, but like coronavirus, a pandemic oh, can be happening. And we're- <laughs> yeah. But where are we going to, yeah, find our, our strength and our peace? Oh, that's so good. Where, where are we going to? Oh, man. Okay. I, I actually would like to hear what you have to say about this. So um, with just what's going on with coronavirus, this morning, I was just like mixed up. I'm like, oh, Lord, we're at war. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, <laughs> my, one of my friends is telling me, oh, you got to put on the full armor of God every day. And it's so true. It's so true. So true. You got to put on the, uh, the breast, pr- the breastplate of righteousness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yes, she's like telling me, you know, yes, those feelings that you have are valid about we're at war. And we have to put on the full armor of God every day. And we have to take our walk with God seriously. And this stuff matters. And 
Um, I'm wondering what you think about just this season and this time and our Christian walk. Like, I, I, I don't know, just like as a sister in Christ, I'm curious to know what's going on in your day to day. Yeah. I think that, I think there's a lot of fear. Um, and some of it obviously is so valid. Like there is a sickness out there and there are, you know, just such crazy things going on in our world. Um, and I think that, I think fear can make people do a lot of crazy things. Um, and I think discernment, I think people are really just are lacking discernment in how they treat each other because I feel like it's towing the line of, you know, we, we don't need to be fearful and, but we also have to have grace for people that are. And so I feel like just grace and discernment go a long way. Um, staying off of social media (laughs) for a lot of people goes a long way because at the end of the day, if you have not, um, represented yourself or God, well, you're really not gaining anything. And so I think it's just really towing that line of like, I want to make sure that I'm not being manipulated or adding to fear that is, you know, not motivated by, um, what's really out there, but more motivated by the media or politics or any of that. Like, obviously none of us want to get sucked into that, but then it's also having grace. So I feel like just the best thing that we can do right now is stick as close as we can safely (laughs) to community, because I feel like those are the conversations and that's how you're actually going to get through to people's hearts and understanding each other as community. I don't feel like, um, social media is a super helpful place to do it. Um, so, but yeah, I really, I think there's a lot of fear and a lot of, um, selfish ambition. And it's just so sad to me to watch the way that some people have handled this whole thing. I feel like there's such a time, there's, there's a time where we can, um, really just show the world how to like show them how to walk through this with peace Mm. and with grace. And I feel like, um, you know, that just requires discernment on, on when to open your mouth and when to listen and, um, you know, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. It's such a, <laughs> it's so hard and it's I so hard to get into it, but it is, it's just, it's just a crazy, um, a crazy time. And I, I just know that I would rather think that I held my integrity together and walk through this with humility than to look back and be like, Oh, I was not kind. I was really aggressive and said things I shouldn't have said and (laughs) blah, 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 blah. Yeah. No, like, I mean, I I do, I want to share Ephesians 4 verse 29. It says, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So like just the action of just like giving grace. And I think that's so mm-hmm. what you were talking about on social media as someone who has social media, you know, people who are listening to this, I'm sure you have social media just on your channels at like this verse says in Ephesians, are we giving grace? Let's give grace to those who hear when, whatever you're posting, does this item give grace to those who hear? So I, I don't know. That's just a, a cool thought. And um, I love Christine Kane. I don't know if you listen to her, but I feel like addicted. Oh, yes. Love her. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. 
I'm not, I mean, it's, it's bad. I'm, I'm listening to her, uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> All yes. The yes. Watch, uh, the news in the house. We watch. She the- is a pet talk. Let me tell you, no, when I clean the house, that is what is in my ears. Usually it's her podcast. Cause it is just like the right pep talk for me at the right time. Like, yes preach girl. <laughs> yes. Yes. Bring it home. She talks about waiting for the Lord. We have to wait for the Lord. We are leaning into God's word. Yes. Like I love her. I love her spirit. She talks about social media and says, as soon as you see something come up that you're like, Oh, this isn't good. You know, but like, like maybe a bad thought that comes in your mind. She unfollows them immediately unfollows them immediately. Boom, mm. gone. Boom, gone. Boom, gone. Yes. <laughs> just like love See? when she talks about it. Cause it's like not even a thought process. It's like, don't like it. Boom, gone. Yes. Yes. That is, and that's such good advice. Cause I feel like we all have them. They're the same. It's the same, you know, we will get all stirred up over like the same person that's posting the same type of thing every day. Exactly. It's like, why, why are you doing that to yourself? Just get rid of, you don't have to, and you don't have to take that in. You can you don't have to follow that person. You don't have take to take a break. Yes. From just because please. they're, uh, just because you unfriend them on Facebook doesn't mean you unfriend them in life. Okay. Right. 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 <laughs> you know, like you can still be there for people. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yep. Well, I also wanted to ask you, we're talking about faith, faith in action, and you're someone who has taken several leaps of faith and I'm curious to know what you think about the verse Hebrews 11.1, 1, just from the season that you're going through in your life. It says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So people who are listening to this, maybe something's in front of you. Maybe you're about to make a change. I mean, who wants to make a change during a pandemic? You know what I'm saying? But like, maybe there is a change ahead for someone who's listening and they know that it's coming. What encouragement would you give them after listening to this verse? Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. What would you say? So I do love that verse. Um, So sometimes I feel like it's almost, we have like the big leap of faith, um, faith, (laughs) the faith to take the big leap when we don't see that outcome, I feel like sometimes, um, we, that takes more courage for us is to just every single day, a foot in front of the other, when we have not yet seen what we feel like God has promised us. And I feel like the way that you get that courage is truly every single day being with the Lord and taking these little steps and reminding yourself of how he's been faithful in the past. Mm. I feel like so often we're in the middle of something and we just kind of forget that all the little things that fell into place for us to be there, even if we know that's not ultimately where we're headed, we forget the little things of God's faithfulness. And so I feel like just reminding yourself, like doing a a journal or, you know, just listing out the ways that God has been faithful when you've been obedient. That's what gives you that courage to keep taking those steps. And I feel like that's what gives you the belief that you are going to see the things that you haven't seen come to fruition yet because you can look back and be like, A, I didn't see this coming and God provided for me. Or B, I didn't even want this. Like I thought I would be happy with this path and God blew my mind and did above and beyond what I was expecting. And so I feel like um, going back and even if those things didn't come out of faith, like even if you're a newer Christian or those things weren't giant leaps of faith, 
I feel like there's always a way where you can look back and see um, how God's orchestrated things in your life. And so I feel like, um, I feel like that is for me, the greatest reminder. Like when I look back, see that the way that God has provided in the past, that's what gives me that courage to keep taking those daily steps when I haven't yet seen what I feel like God has for us. Oh, what he's promised you. Oh, that's so good. Because that is, it reminds me of Moses leading the Israelites when they leave Mm -hmm. Egypt. And Mm -hmm. they're, I mean, like miracles happen in front of them. The Red Sea parts and the Egyptians get crushed in it. Yes. And and they forget, why have you led us from Egypt? Did you want us, did you want all this to happen to us? I mean, that's obviously not what the Bible says. It's not like, yo, Moses, did you do this on purpose? But you know, that's right. The, the just of it is it's like, where is right. your faith? Where is your faith in this? And and there is your faith, girl. There's your faith. You're remembering what God has done for you. And that's what Moses mm-hmm. kept uh, repeating back to them. It's like, look at what God has done for us. And then manna falls from heaven. I mean, that's amazing. So, um, yes. uh, yeah. And the thing about that scripture is when they were in Egypt, the Israelites were slaves and like life was really, really, really bad for and them. And they would rather. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Go, 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 it's girl. so true. Yeah. And I, well, so <laughs> even you just saying that, So like, I feel like for me, that was, and here's like another thing. I just feel like when you're taking a leap, when you're, when you feel like God's asked you to do something, you've got to be so rooted in prayer and the word, because the enemy will always, always come strong against you. And I feel like that was kind of, I feel like before the move was Caleb's time to kind of work through, you know, some spiritual uh, attacks. And then after we said, yes, I kind of was like, oh, surprised when, you know, turns out moving to a new city is kind of hard and kind of lonely, but yes, the enemy will always try to get you when he knows you're weak. And so when we're feeling discouraged, when we're feeling exhausted, when we're feeling uh, just worn down. That is when the enemy will kind of feed us those lies. And so that's what mm. he did, obviously. Like they thought, oh, our lives were better. At least when we were slaves, we were provided for. And I feel like that was kind of my walk after we said yes to this big leap was like, oh, but we're, but we're so comfortable. And the whole thing that led us to this leap was the thought of like, God is calling, there is more for us. Like God is calling us to more. God is calling us to, you know, minister in new ways to people and but still there was that part of me when I'm offered this like amazing adventure with God to be like, Oh, but I can control so much is in my control here. And I am so comfortable. And at least, you know, I know what's going to happen next. And Mm. so I do feel like the enemy will get it. He will just remind us kind of, of what we're giving up or, um, you know, really, really remind us of the good things we've had. And I feel like that's all honestly, knowing what you're giving up and knowing what you're sacrificing just makes your obedience all the more pleasing to God. Like oh, that's his good. faithfulness in the past and what he's provided for you is just not an excuse to camp out there forever. It's just teaching you his character so that you can believe that there's more. And I feel like a lot of times we get this gift from God and we're like, okay, we're here. We made it. And that's not, he's, he's just teaching you. Hey, if you take this adventure with me, there is more for you. And I'm not talking about the materialistic, oh, like, oh, there's a bigger house for you, or there's more money for you. I'm talking about the fullness of this Christian life that we get to live. And so, anyway, that's the that confidence. Was like a side note, but yes, that's the confidence, that's the contentment, that's the peace that surpasses all understanding. When you're saying more, you're saying the things that only God can give. 
that is that is faith in action that is now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see assurance what a big word there i mean you just define Mm -hmm. that in the word more assurance about we what we do not see that God is going to carry us through this. We can't see this virus, but we have assurance about what we, what we do not see because we know that God works for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. Like this is so good. Oh my yeah, goodness. So good. I wasn't expecting to get this like motivational pep talk about a leap of faith and going in the direction of like being confident in his plan for us because <laughs> he, you know what I mean? Like that is so good. Yeah. I hope- People who are listening are encouraged by this today and are not held down by what the enemy wants us to believe that you are not good enough. You are, you like, you're, you're called by the creator of all things. And I mean, whoa, like we're like walking around little superheroes for Jesus. You know what I'm saying? You're like, this is so great. Yes. Yes. And I feel like, yeah. And that's how we should be walking around. And I feel like, and this was part of, for us, what I can't think we were trying to like kind of work out or what God is trying to work out. Like, I feel like so often we settle for this, um, kind of anemic Christian lifestyle. Like we're just like, okay, go to church, like do our things. And, um, we should be walking around with boldness. Like we should be walking around believing that we have power. And, um, I think, you know, so often, even well-meaning, like we just get so used to, church doing ministry for us or, Mm. or, you know, oh, we can get plugged in to a small group. And then we never have to actually have to put ourselves out there and go minister and go share the good news. And, um, I feel like it's very easy to just add Christian to our list of things that we are. And I feel like for me, that was the real eye opener was like, if you can, if you can lift the word Christian off your life and truly nothing changes, like that is a sign that something is amiss. Like you, you should not if you lifted the title of Christian off your life, it should radically change your life. And if you're living a lifestyle where you, where you could just lift Christian out and it wouldn't change what you're doing, that's a problem. And that for me was like, Oh shoot, we're dangerously. And it's subtle. I think you get there very subtly. Like you just, you get into routine, you get into routine with family and with church and all good things. Like those are wonderful things to be invested in. Um, but I think you've got to really make sure that, um, your heart doesn't lose focus of, of the priority, which is, um, being on mission for God. Right. And being in a relationship with him. Oh my goodness. That's so good. Okay. Yeah. The the last question I always ask people is what scripture is helping you get through this season. And I'm just like, so encouraged. I'm like ready to receive it because you've been going through so much and God's working on your heart. And I know that we're going to be blessed by this scripture that you have for us because of the season that he has put you through. And he's, uh, walking with you in. So what scripture has God been putting on your heart in this season? So I think for me, the one that has been like that I repeat to myself, because I have needed it so much. Um, Isaiah 43, 18. Yes. Which is, do not, do not dwell on the past. I am doing a new thing. Um, a way, making a way in the wilderness. Now I'm forgetting the last line. There's one more line. To- no <laughs> way in the we can camp out at a new thing. Okay. From the top. Yeah. Sorry. you got to yeah. say it. When you said new thing, I'm like, yes, Lord. Okay. From the top. Sorry, girl. <laughs> I feel like that's been so for me right now. So yes, do not dwell on the past. I am doing a new thing, making a way in the wilderness. And then I'm not have it in front of me. I just remember it there. So <laughs> you're good. On. But that's the part that I've been repeating to myself in my head over and over. So, um, yeah, just 
the that God is is making a way when when things are are not how they used to be. That's because God's at work, and so um, and we all we all could use a little bit of being made new. So I think so often we can cling to like oh what was or you know all of that when God's trying to do something new in our lives. And so I think surrendering sometimes to what that new thing is, is the best thing we can do. That, okay, girl, I know that you've heard this sermon from Christine Kane right now. Have you heard where she talks about, don't be looking to do the next thing because God is trying to do a new thing. Like behold, yes. he, yes. okay. So yes. Yes. Oh, yes. So good. Yep. So good. Yep. Okay. So Isaiah forty three nineteen. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So like he is taking, so something that might be dead, the wasteland, like he is bringing life to it. Mm -hmm. He is doing a new thing. Like, I guess we just need to change our perspective, you know, like coronavirus, the Lord is doing a new thing. He's not doing the new thing. thing. He's doing a new thing. Yep. Today is a new day. He's doing a new thing. Like, let's get ready for yes. his promises and his goodness in that day. So, okay. I'm sorry. I'm really excited because, yes. No, it's so good. It's so good. And this is where I so. think a lot of people are at right now is like, oh, well, what does God have planned for me next? What am I going to do next in this life to create a name for myself? No, 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 no. Let right. God create that new thing in your life. So yeah, keep going. Cause I know God has yes. got you in a place with this verse. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, and, and like you said, it's exactly like in the new thing, you know, when we, when we are so focused on how things have been or how we want them to be, and we're not surrendering to that new way, or, I mean, we're robbing ourselves of mm. the opportunity to be used to minister to other people, to know God at a deeper level. Um, I feel like what we can predict is what would be successful for our life. So often when we get to the other side of it and we've done that new thing, we realize what we are after is so shallow. And I feel like even with our kids through this move, like that was one of the biggest things to me when we first, and like I said, the yes came really easy. Like once we, I'm not kidding you. Like once we were both like, Hey, what if we just considered this? And I was like, Oh babe, look, I'm over here doing the same thing. We're (laughs) we're on the same page. Let's do this. Let's go. So the yes to this big move came super easy. And so like, it really caught me off guard when I had like a fallout of like, Oh, what are we doing here? Um, but my big thing, one of my biggest things was my kids like, Oh, but they're still, we're, we're plugged in and we have community and we've got them into this school that we wanted. And you know, they're going to be there through high school and they'll know all the same people and it'll be great. And, you know, just really trying to create what I thought was like this great life for them. And every time I would have that argument of like, oh, you know, we have this great community. I felt like I was like, yeah, there's people in Sarasota who need that. There's people in Sarasota who need exactly what you have to offer. And every time I was like, oh, but my kids, you know, if it was just Caleb and I, we would go, but it's, we've got the kids. And I felt like he brought to mind like the verse, like children are like arrows in the hand of a warrior. And this is how you're going to sharpen them. They're not going to get sharpened when life is perfectly comfortable. And they haven't even heard that their mission on earth is to like bring the gospel So we have had more conversations about like following God, trusting his plan, surrendering to his will in this process of moving than we ever had had, or probably would have had just naturally. Cause it was just like, Oh, you know, we go to church, we do our little prayers at home. It was not like we are a family living on mission. And now that we have that, I realize how hollow the life that I was like working so hard to orchestrate 
was. And so it's just crazy. It's crazy. Well, God I just operates on another level. Yeah. And I feel super blessed by your story and conversation. And when you were talking this whole entire talk, it just reminds me of James chapter one, verses two through four, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And to me, that is where you are. And you're just like persevering in this and just pointing people back to Jesus along the way, you know, like, look at what he has done for us. Look at, I'm writing it down. Look at God, what you have done for me. Look at what you're doing for my family. Look how you are sharpening my children. And um, Jen, I'm just super blessed by this conversation. Thank you so much for your time. And um, I always pray as we end our podcast, I pray that we decrease and God increases in our lives. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Ricky. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Oh, and I did want to ask you too, how can people connect with you online through y'all's business story box? Yes. So, um, we're on Instagram at Storyvox. Um, okay. so that's probably the best place. I think that's where we're most active. So yeah, find us on Instagram at Storyvox. S T O R Y V O X. Okay. I got it. Oh, cute logo. Okay. Following. Thank you, Jen. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Ricky. Okay. Bye. I love Jen Bish. She is so sweet. And y'all show her some love on her Instagram, her and her husband's Instagram. Give them a follow. Tell them that you appreciate their time on the podcast and for sharing their story. What a beautiful testimony of faith. Hebrews 11.1. 1, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. I am so sure that they were not seeing all the community that they were going to have in Sarasota, but the things that they are doing with local businesses there, especially during this pandemic, is beautiful. So follow them on social media Instagram, you know, a great place for videos and pictures. Story Vox is their name. Thank you for listening. And if you give us a review on iTunes, it helps us out a whole bunch. We really appreciate it. Just um, go into the review area of iTunes or wherever you are listening to this podcast and tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear. Thank you for listening. Y'all have a great week and we'll talk to you soon.